it's time to swing into the golf world of today. I don't think I've had this much fun on a golf show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart, sponsored by TaylorMade. Terrific voice, and you have enthusiasm. Now your host, the director of fun. Give me that guy all day. He's the best. Keith Stewart. Here we go. Welcome to The Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, the director of fun. Thank you for tuning in to ESPN 920. It's been a cool week in golf. PGA pros competing, Tiger resurfaces, a playoff on the PGA Tour, and today we are going to talk to two amazing entrepreneurs who are taking the golf industry by storm. So buckle up, because you can't stop the pro show. Wade, give me the peppers. Welcome to this wonderful Friday afternoon. It's a little windy here in New Jersey, but that's okay, because the temperature's up, and May starts tomorrow. Uh, did you secure your garbage cans before you left the house? Yes, I did. Okay. I did. Kentucky Derby tomorrow. All sorts of rites of spring passage about to take place. And um, I'm, pretty, I'm, you know, I'm pretty psyched this afternoon, because... There's a couple guys coming on that have shown like a huge interest in the pro show months ago, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, you've heard them start to advertise on the show and and that's the guys from Stick and Hack and they are a golf media platform. And you know, a lot of people keep asking me about they see them on Instagram or Facebook or they hear about it on the show through the commercials or I'm talking about it. And I thought, you know what? I got to bring these guys on because these guys are some pretty savvy guys. So Mike Ryan and Adam Grubb are going to join us in a little bit. Um, after I get through a couple of stories here to start us off. And, um, you know, it's interesting. I'm into their story, and I think a lot of people would be too. It's not, this isn't like Golf Digest or something. You know what I mean? This isn't evergreen. It's not cookie cutter. It's, It's about being a golf community. And nobody does a better job of telling the story and, and what they're building. And, you know, we love our entrepreneurs here, like Will Ahmed from Whoop and so on and so forth. So in the golf world, there's some cool things going on. And we're going to talk to those guys in just a little bit. Now, speaking of cool things going on, I know you're looking across the way this afternoon and you noticed that I got a new laptop. I did. Yeah, there's, I did. A, there's, a, there's a story behind this, right? So I'm going to take you back to last week and... I was doing a little uh, golf gambling, right? Okay. This is this is an amazing story. <laughs> this is so so much fun, and this is why I do it, and this is why I'm always yelling about this on Friday afternoons. This is not, you know, your grandfather's betting where like you have to go, you know, to the back of you know the the bar in in the city streets alley sure. and like you risk know, your life. Yeah, risk your life, and you have to bet a thousand dollars at a time. I'm gonna take you through this, all right? Okay. But I I want you to know that. The laptop that sits in front of me here yes. is the result of last week's golf and gambling. So wow. uh, we had a good time. It was the Zurich Classic. We talked about it last week. Team play. And it comes down to the final round. And I had thrown a little uh, team bet on uh, our friends at DraftKings there. Okay. All right. You know, I, you know, I love monkey knife fight. And that's my first choice with the prop bets and everything. And I always kind of rip on DraftKings because, you know, it's like you versus, you know, all the guys in their mom's basements with algorithms and stuff. But I picked my six teams and I threw them into a little contest. And that contest cost me a dollar fifty. Okay, a dollar fifty. Not a lot of money. Not a lot of money. Right. 
So when it comes down to it, Thursday, Friday, my team's looking pretty good. We get to the end of Friday, all six of my guys that I chose make the cut. Well, six teams. There's 12 guys there, but you know the math isn't so important yet, no. right? So I'm like, you know what? I can make a decent run at this dollar fifty contest. Maybe I'll get 40 bucks back, 50 bucks, right? I mean, right. after all, there's like 6,000 people in this contest. Sure. Right? All right. So we get to Sunday. I am fully entrenched, and here's why. We're on the back nine of Sunday, and if the Australians, Cam Smith and Mark Leishman, win over the South Africans, Louis Oosthuizen and Charles Schwartzel, I win first place in the prize. You got a new computer. In the pool. Okay. On the line, $1,000. Right? Yes. Uh, you know, at this point, my wife is even into watching golf on a Sunday afternoon. She is, Lori is, she is locked and loaded. Her phone's down. She's not on wow. Amazon or Costco or Instacart or. That, um, I'm not sure I believe that part. But go, TikTok, continue, yeah, continue. Well, She was on TikTok a little, but that's neither here nor there. So we go through this, right? And we're going to go to the back nine and. The Australians have a two-shot lead with six holes to play. Life is good. Sure. I am constantly checking the app. You know, I, I, I'm putting Steve Jobs to the test on my iPhone <laughs> as far as how fast this thing can refresh. And I, and I got a bunch of buddies, um, you know, all my other friends that, uh, you know, we do these types of things together. And they are all, you know, checking as well and texting me at the same time. as They're if I'm on it. As if, on it? Yeah, as if I'm out doing the lawn, you know, <laughs> right? And I'm just like, oh, you know, I'll put my phone down. And, uh, you know, I'll spend some time with my kids or something. Yeah, right. Okay, so here we go. We get to the 13th hole, and the Australians, Leishman tees off, and he hits it behind a tree. Uh, well, now, people say, all right, you know, trees happen. He hit it in the woods. Sure. No, 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 no. This tree is in the center of the fairway, and he hits it behind a tree to the point where they have to take a drop. I'm like, well, what's happening? What's happening? Because anyone that gambles knows that the story has to be written, right? There has right. to be... There has to be some plot twists in order to get to the destination, right? Not smooth sailing. The typically. movie, the, the the movie that wins Best Picture, you know, it's Oscars yeah. week, right? The movie that wins Best Picture is it has some wrinkles in the fold. Conflict you know? equals drama. Yes, for sure. So they make bogey. The South Africans make par. It's a one shot lead. They tie the 14th hole. Now we get to the 15th hole. Two shot swing. I go from leading by one with three to go to down by one because. The Australians make bogey and the South Africans make birdie mm. on the 15th hole. Tough par four. I'm dying. All right. We go to the 16th hole. Drivable par four. Louis Oosties and tees off. Hits it over the green. Almost hits it in the water. Like five feet from hitting it in the water. Cam Smith for the Australians tees off. Hits a bounce. Goes in the water. Uh -oh. I'm like, I'm like, you have forsaken me. I'm like, what is going on right now? What am I watching? You know, now I'm off off the couch. I'm pacing. Right. And I am I am, you know, the degenerate that I claim to be. All right. So <laughs> next thing you know, I text one of my buddies. I said, you know what? I have to throw some positive vibes on this thing. I send a text and I say Leishman's going to, you know, Cam Smith's partner balls in the water. They got to take a drop. I go Leishman's going to chip this in because I need it. Right. Right. Not that I want it, but I need it. Your story right? needs it. Oh, yeah. My story needs it, too. He chips it in. The South Africans make par. Now they're tied. They both bogey 17. They both par 18. Now we're in a playoff, right? Crazy things need to happen in order for me to cash in here. So we get to the playoff hole. Mm -hmm. The South Africans have the honor. Louis Oosthuizen is on the tee. Major championship winner. Guy is a fantastic player. 
you know, official world golf ranking. No every, scrub up there. Everything. Definitely not you or me right. on the tee in a playoff to win the Zurich Classic. Louis gets up, tees it up, and launches this thing so far right that he puts it in the middle of a lake in a sudden victory playoff. Wow. Right? And the minute that that thing goes Kerplunk. right, and I don't know where my TV falls because I'm streaming versus, you know, my friends or whatever, but the phone is blowing up, right? They're like, lake ball, water ball, you got this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And as Louie hits it, it's almost like he knew that the guy he was that I was competing against in this online gambling extravaganza, uh-huh. right, that he knew he let him down. Because if they won, mm. the other guy won. And if the Australians win, I win, right? right? This guy parks it in the lake of all things. And now I've got the kids involved. I've got the dog involved. You know what I mean? We are we are dancing. It's it's like it's like when you're ten years old and you get a snow day. Sure. And you know, you just can't believe the good news in the morning when you woke up and you don't have to go to school, right? So they finish the hole out. The Australians make par. Of course the South Africans can't. Here we are. New laptop. You know, I, I the other one was not doing that well. I, I just I uh, had to share that story because we're always talking about why why gamble in golf? Why make the investment, right? It's not a huge investment, but I can tell you this much. My whole family, we were having the time of our lives right. watching this live spectacle take place where you don't know the ending, right? It's it's it, This wasn't some TV show to binge watch or whatever. This was real life. It was a lot of fun. And I mean, we were having the best time. And, and uh, I, I just, you know, I can't encourage people enough to have some fun and, and invest a little bit in golf because you'll find that here's four guys that aren't Tiger Woods or Dustin Johnson or something that we were all invested in. My kids now know who these guys are. And we just had the best time kind of celebrating, having some fun. Did it work out? Yes. Have I done this a million times before? And does it always work out like that? Of course not. But it was fun. It was a dollar fifty. It has to not work out sometimes. Otherwise, you don't appreciate the times when it does work out. Well, I tell you what, you know, in between you and me, where yes. this laptop sits, I'm appreciating it. I can tell you that's for sure. You I can know? see the smile and I see the lovely new laptop. Yes. And you know what else I appreciate? I appreciate the fact that the women of the LPGA got on a plane from L.A. last weekend and they went all the way to Singapore. And we're going to give a little update on them. So He Young Park and NB Park, you have to be named Park to be leading the to be leading Clearly. the HSBC championship over there in Singapore, the women's championship. But uh, each one of them is 11 under par, and they're playing exquisite golf. Uh, we've got some superstars like Lydia Ko, tied for seventh. Um, the l- lowest-scoring uh, American is Allie Ewing. Uh, she is at minus six. She's tied for 12th. The you, you got to admire what these ladies are doing in the LPGA. It truly is a global tour. They're going over there to play Singapore, then Thailand. They're going to come back in a couple weeks, and they're going to play Virginia. So imagine imagine that travel run and the bubble that they're trying to move around. So, um, you know, I love the LPGA and the stories that they've had this year. And more on them when we get to the update. Uh, the men are down in Tampa at Innisbrook on the, the famous Copperhead course. Uh, yesterday, Keegan Bradley, little 64, seven under. You got five tied at five under after the first round. Um, some of our favorites like Max Homa, Ryan Moore, uh, Emiliano Grillo is there. Your defending champion from 2019 is Paul Casey, and uh, he shot 68, three under. And JT was his birthday yesterday, Justin Thomas. He had a little two under, 69. Uh, Phil, a little plus two, and maybe it's time for the Champions Tour. Now, uh, speaking of the Champions Tour and, you know, all different types of golfers, I want to remind you, Wade Weezer. Yes, sir. That golf season is here. 
And the New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section, is back on course, offering introductory golf programs for youth, military veterans, and individuals with special needs. Led by PGA professionals, all programs provide an opportunity to experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. Help us continue to positively impact lives and communities through golf. To support the New Jersey Golf Foundation or learn more about programs and special events, visit NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. I was talking to the folks in their office this week. There are like one or two spots left in the golf classic um, that we were advertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're going to play the upper at Baltusrol, but you're going to be at Baltusrol. You were so, warning people. You were I'm, saying. I'm telling you, it's only May. This thing's in August. It's almost sold out. So go play golf at Fame Baltusrol and support the New Jersey Golf Foundation. It's a fantastic cause. Now, look at the time, my friend. Look at the time. It's 3.13 p.m. here in New York. Thanks for listening, folks, to ESPN 920. We'll be back in a moment with Adam Grubb and Mike Ryan, the guys behind Stick and Hack. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Chop, chop, he says I'm going to win big. Keyshawn Johnson. Any quarterback that plays underneath him is going to look crazy, and especially if they got any skill set. Jay Williams. I'm just tired of talking about what Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons don't do. I want to start talking about what Brett Brown needs to make them do. It's time to go to work, Brett. And Zubin Mahente. I can promise you, I am as passionate about sports as you are. It is time to go to work. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. Weekday morning starting at 6 on the new 920 ESPN. Join the thousands of golfers who already call Stick and Hack their home for the best golf stories, original podcasts, special events, member perks, and an active community of golfers across North America. Up until now, the golf media landscape lived somewhere between straight PGA coverage or idiots wrecking golf carts. We take a different approach by celebrating all sides of golf, life, and all the ways this amazing game connects sticks and hacks every day. Your free membership entitled you to discounts from major brands all over the country while connecting you with like-minded golfers for discussion, tips, or even a round of golf. So head to stickandhack.com and enjoy the world's greatest golf club without the course. Time to get back on course as the pro show continues. Great show and great questions. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the pro show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You're listening to ESPN 920. Today we have two guys that have built something special. It's a golf media platform designed to bring people together. A cool concept in a sea of similarity. I can't wait to get them on today and ask, where are you going? Where are you going with your long face pulling down? Don't hide away like an ocean. But you can't see that you can smell and the sound away. There we go. All right, Wade Weezer. Put your lighter away. You gotta get back to the show here, my friend, on this fabulous Friday afternoon. I know you're giving me a wink, which means the guys are there on the line. So Mike Ryan and Adam Grubb, welcome to the pro show. Let's get let's just let's just jump right into it this afternoon because people are eager to learn more about you two guys. Mike, I'm gonna start with you, right? How'd you get started playing in golf? Oh, uh, man. Well, first off, Keith, thanks for having us on. This is awesome. Um, so I started playing golf when I was about six years old. My dad put a golf club in my hand. Um, and then from there, uh, I, you know, I kind of flip flop back and forth 
between golf and baseball till I was about 12 or 13. And then that's when I decided uh, I had zero chance of playing uh, in major league baseball or even college baseball or maybe even high school baseball. <laughs> so uh, I decided golf was uh, the sport for me. So I switched over then and really kind of took that seriously and, and played competitively through high school. And then uh, after, after high school, I kind of, that was, that was about it for me from a competitive standpoint, but I've always played the game the rest of my life and loved it. And, um, you know, here we are. Well, you were wise beyond your years because if you look at the trajectory of, you know, had golf worked out and you were on the PGA tour right now, life would be good versus what's going on in baseball. So smart choice, my friend, smart choice. How about you, Mr. Grubb? How'd you get started playing this great game? That was an easy uh, choice. It was either uh, track or golf. Uh, at, at the age of, uh, in seventh grade and I, uh, I chose golf. Uh, I, I had no, my father didn't play. Nobody played around me. I just uh, picked up a club and said, I'm going to go try out for this, uh, this golf thing and hit a uh, little wiffle ball golf balls in the gym and uh, found that was the uh, least activity I could do and still uh, get a uh, high school letter. So that's what I did. Well, you know what? I wish, I wish it was sexier, Keith. I wish it was a better story, but that, that's literally it. <laughs> well, if you want to tell a better story, then tell me a little bit about your game nowadays, right? So fast forward to where you are as an adult. It's, it's no longer um, being you know, the high school letterman strutting around school. Um, what's your game like these days, Adam? That's the exact same. It's not changed at all <laughs> in, uh, in 25 years. Uh, so I would be what would, would uh, be constituted as a hack. Um, but, uh, but I still love the game and I love playing. And, uh, but yeah, I, 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 can't, I physically can't get any better. I'm within four strokes or five strokes every single time I play. Well, we can hear your passion coming through the mic. So there's definitely, you know, you love the game, and it sounds like Mike loves the game too. Mike, you still a good player? So if Adam's the hack, you must be the stick. Is that is that the two roles that I'm dealing yeah, with here this afternoon? Yeah, yeah, I've been told that I'm the stick. Um, I am. I'm a zero right now, um, handicap. So yeah, I'm still a pretty good player. I can. <laughs> I can get around once in a while. Hear that tone, Keith? Yeah, I'm a zero. I'm a pretty good player. That's um, what I deal with every day here at Stick and Hat. Well, you know, um, I, I, what's unique about your platform, and, and, and we'll get into it for in a second, but, you know, you guys are covering all bases. You know, pardon the uh, baseball pun there, Mike, but you guys are you're definitely you're you, you're going from zero to whatever sorts of atrocities that Adam creates out there on the golf course. So, um, I mean, you got everyone in between um, you guys could do anything. And you talked about the decision making of what led you to golf at a young age. But now in your professional lives that, you know, careers can go in a lot of different paths. What draws you guys to golf in particular in the golf industry? Mike, why don't, you, think, why don't uh, you start? Yeah, go, yeah, go ahead, Mike. Sure. So, um, I mean, really for me, what draws me to golf is just the ability um, to get out there and just kind of clear your mind from everything that's going on in your, your daily life. And, you know, it's three or four hours where you can just be out, outside in nature, hang out with some buddies, maybe drink a couple beers here and there and, and enjoy yourself and just kind of forget about things. Or, you know, it also is, is a time to to be in thought for me sometimes as well. There, you know, sometimes the ideas come to me while I'm just on the on the golf course. So you know, that that's really what it what draws to me is is you know allows you to clear your mind and be out there on your own. So, you know, one of the things we love to talk about here on the pro show is entrepreneurs and folks. If you're just joining us, we have Mike Ryan and Adam Grubb on, and these guys are the co-founders of Stick and Hack, which is a golf media platform 
community, amongst a bunch of other things. And it, it's this cool new enterprise. But when it comes to entrepreneurs, they're usually singular when they're starting something. And you guys are a partnership. So, Adam, could you tell me a little bit about the origin story of, of how you guys came together and you have this common mission now? Sure. So that, that actually is a better story than how I started playing golf. It's how we started sticking hack. <laughs> uh, Mike and I were in, in a tournament together at, at the club that we belong to. And that was really our, my first foray into, first of all, seeing somebody hit a golf ball uh, on, on a perfect uh, trajectory and uh, par the hole uh, consistently. So that was fun to watch. <laughs> and uh, so after, after we, we played in this tournament and, and we really were, were sticking hack in, in every sense of the word of that tournament, we were sitting, we were having a drink, and, uh, and he's talking about spin rate and, and, uh, and ball flight and, and uh, your apex of your swing, all this crap. And I said, hey, I don't know what you're talking about. And I said, this would be a good podcast you saying things about golf and, and me not knowing what you're saying. He goes, yeah, but we'd call it a stick and a hack. And uh, that name hit me immediately. And I said, yeah, that's exactly what we'll call it. And about 72 hours later, we own stickandhack.com, stickandhackmedia LLC, uh, all the social media channels. And we started building this, uh, this foundation of a, of a platform and a community of golfers and like-minded people that love the game, but, but have uh, really no sense of community or friendship outside of, of their individual courses. And we wanted to bring people together. And so we started, uh, started talking about it. We started uh, ideating on, on ways that this platform can build and this community can build. And uh, two years later, here, here we are on the, on the pro show. So there's a lot of golf platforms. Let's just get into it now then, right? We, we, it's on the table. Stickandhack.com is there for us to discuss, right? What sets you guys apart? Because, you know, I brought it up in the intro you know, there's a sea of similarity out there in the golf industry. I mean, I've seen it for 25 years as a PGA professional. There's any number of things that seem like they're all kind of the same, whether and you're talking about a media platform. So the first thing that pops into my head is like a golf digest or golf.com or something along those lines, or, you know, maybe the digital side of golf channel, right? If I'm listening to this and, you know, and I'm one of the fabulous listeners of the pro show, why am I checking out stickandhack.com? What makes you guys unique, Mike? Yeah, that, that's a great question, Keith. Um, you know, I think really what sets us apart is we are, and you, if you look at the, go the golf content space, it's a lot of, uh, it's either PGA Tour stuff or it's bros burning golf carts and, and you know, acting like idiots. Um, and there's, we, we, we saw kind of a gap there where there's not a lot of like in between just for like the everyday golfer and content for those, for those folks. And I think that's the majority of golfers that you see out there. Um, so, you know, that's really where I think that is our sweet spot is we're trying to bring, bring it to that middle road. Um, you know, where we're, we're, we're trying to have some humor. We're trying to have, you know, something that's, that's really, um, new and fresh in the golf space and, you know, really providing the stories of the everyday golfer. So that's, that's where I think our sweet spot is. So. All right, Adam, I'm going to, I'm going to shift gears and go over to you. And like, like we all know, there's a lot of attention on the golf world right now. How do you plan to take this mission that you guys are on and take advantage of all the emphasis that's on the game of golf currently in 2021? Well, I think bringing, bringing the stories to life, bringing people to life and, and not just showcasing golf as, as a uh, professional entity of the LPGA and PGA, but rather the everyday golfer that is out there 
that has a family that has work that has other responsibilities, but loves the game and loves the things around the game and, and loves talking about golf and life and, and being a part of that. So our job is to, is to showcase all sides of golf, uh, whether it be local to, to national uh, stages from the stories behind uh, famous golf clubs to, to old uh, golfers that we may have forgotten about and their, their cool stories, uh, the youth movement of today, the, uh, the, the female movement of golf today, there's, there's so many amazing things happening and not just because of, of COVID and because people got to go outside and play golf, but because golf is such a beautiful, amazing sport with competitive nature, with friendship, with camaraderie, with, uh, with, with fun and humor and, and deep history, uh, architecture. There are so many ways to, to get after uh, an, an education around golf. The stick and hack is, is built for all of those types of things. I know that sounds uh, very, very massive in scale, uh, and it is. We've, we've got uh, almost 8,000 members now uh, currently of Stick and Hack, the greatest uh, golf club in the world without the course. It is uh, free for life uh, in most cases. Um, and so there, there's just there's this really exciting buzz that's around the game, but more specifically around the people of the game. And, and that's a gap that we see that needs filled, and, and we're here to do that. All right, I'm going to dig in a little bit more there, um, my inquisitive nature. And, and you mentioned the word there, fun. And, uh, you know, on Friday afternoons, well, basically every day, I am the director of fun. Uh, self-appointed, so take that for what it is. But as you've, you know, we've done our research here at the Pro Show, and you guys um, just passed your two-year anniversary of when this startup began. Um, you know, you're approaching 10,000 members, right? As you build this thing, from you know its seminal moment to now, I mean, what has been the most fun about going through this journey? Oh man, <clears throat> honestly, it's it's all of the people that we've been able to meet along the way and and make connections with folks, and it's it's realizing um, really as we've gone through this journey, it has validated our idea for us just to ourselves because we get so much great feedback from folks um, when we start talking about the brand and where we want it to go and what we're doing with it. Um, it's just really been amazing to see as we connect with people in the golf space and kind of showcase our ideas and, and then validating that and saying, man, this is, this is a great idea. And I think this is going to go somewhere. So uh, that's for me has been the, the most fun. So Adam, what, what have you enjoyed the most in this process? I would, I would say that very similar to, to Mike's answer and, and just the, the sheer amount of people. I mean, to, to think that we almost have 10,000 people that have taken the time to sign up for, for Stick and Hack and become a member, become an active member and listen to our podcast and uh, read our early tea uh, email that comes out every day. That's a little, a little golf story that you may not know uh, to, to have wear the logo Stick and Hack uh, proudly on their, on their golf uh, shirt and, and go out and, and, and take a photo of them playing golf uh, with our logo. Yeah, you know, it's 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 humbling and it's exciting to to have a brand that starts at a with a over a beer and and hey we should do this to two years later having something solid and concrete and a platform and a community of people that all feel the same way have the same ideology uh, have the same excitement around golf and around their family and friends and and just this very uh, kind of middle middle esque thought process behind behind golf they take it seriously but then they also don't because Keith. I think there's a stick and hack in all of us and even some of the greatest golfers of all time still have a little hack in them. And even some of the worst golfers of all time, some of them uh, are at our club. They, uh, <laughs> they have a little, a little stick in them at, at times. They want to get better. Uh, they, they, they'll, they'll buy new equipment or they'll take a lesson. They'll try to get better. They'll do the things to, to do that. But at the end of the day, they're not going to, they're not going to be saddened if they don't get better. They're just, they're just always trying to, to go to that next level. And, and it's just so fun to watch 
people from all across the United States, and, and we're in four countries too, Keith. I don't know if you know that or not, but there are uh, there's a people from now globally that know the Stick and Hack name and call Stick and Hack their personal club uh, for golf, and it's it's extremely exciting. You know, that's an interesting point there. There are many times I've played golf as, as a reasonably good golfer most of my career, and I felt like a stick and a hack on just the same hole. So, you know, I, I, I can definitely appreciate where you guys are coming from. And folks, if you're wondering who those guys are, we're talking to Adam Grubb and Mike Ryan today. These guys are the co-founders of a golf media platform called Stick and Hack. And you can find them at stickandhack.com. Now, you guys, you mentioned, Adam, this this concept of fun with people. And, you know, I'm thinking about the marketplace because I've been a part of it for basically my whole life since I was like scrubbing hooks as a kid, you know, outside a bag room. And if I go on to any golf media platform, um, I'll, I'll use the golf channel for a representative example. If I go onto them digitally, I certainly don't feel like I connect with anybody. So to me, um, having not really, you know, like I'm, I'm going to be naive for a second because I, I've never really experienced through golf digitally, how a community can come together. How are you guys accomplishing this, Adam? So that's a great point. And, and one of the things that we are building stick and hack in the, in the light of is our actual own club that we belong to that Mike and I have. And it, it is such a, a, a fun, entertaining uh, community. Golf is there, but there's all these other things to do. And for the digital space and, and due to the last 12 to 18 months of uh, actually 12 months of our, of our lives, virtual and online connections are so important, but even more, is, is moving out into the, into the public and meeting people that feel the same way that you do and having conversations with them. So for instance, Keith, we have happy hours every other week with, with our members uh, where Mike and I get on and we play games and we tell stories. And uh, it's, it's an incredible uh, opportunity for members that are all across the country to meet one another, become Facebook friends, you know, maybe uh, figure out a way to play golf together sometime. Uh, we, well, are, we're getting ready to start our coursework and uh, in our clubhouse, which has all this interactive ways to connect and, and lessons and, and a virtual environment. Uh, but you're always, you're, you're, you're in it. And you're not just a passive observer of, of a club of, the, of stick and hack. You are, you're in it and you can meet people. You can uh, discuss the things that you feel about golf and life, uh, as well as, as really feel a, a friendship and a kinship to those that, that are close to you. There, there's a lot that's on the horizon for stick and hack is any startup and any new company you know, there's what it is today, what it will be and what it could be. And uh, if, if you have uh, six to eight hours, Keith, we can really get into all of that because there's so many things <laughs> that we can be and that we are striving to, to be uh, with Stick and Hack Travel and, and Stick and Hack Coursework and Lessons. Uh, just a very unique approach, uh, all, always with the member first mentality. We are going to be member built and built for members. And, and that's the most important thing about our our venture here that's not about mike and i going to play great courses around the country this is about what do the members get and what how is their life enriched and better and their golf life better because of sticking out okay so in listening to that i heard enrichment friendly happy hour when i think of all those things um you have my attention you definitely have my attention now unfortunately i don't have six to eight hours i think i got about six to eight minutes with you guys but before we get to that you guys got to hold tight for a minute because i got to take a quick break folks up next more with adam grubb and mike ryan the guys behind stick and hack thanks for listening to espn 920 be back after this well, let's go 
Janae Ogumake. Players who've always been at the forefront of social change. We all respect the decision and we support her decision more importantly. And Mike Golick Jr. We saw a Black Lives Matter shirt at a NASCAR race. You have finally opened the door to make a new group of people feel welcome at a racetrack. The new knows no limits. Janae Ogumake and Mike Golick Jr. are Janae and Golick Jr. Weekday afternoons at 4 on the new 920 ESPN. Hey, golf and sports fans. Monkey Knife Fight lets you play golf contests for money with your favorite players for the whole tournament or single round. Monkey Knife Fight makes it easy to win with no sharks or complicated salary caps. Sign up to play now and get 100% instant deposit match up to 50 bucks, plus a free $5 game just for trying Monkey Knife Fight out. Yep, you heard me right. A free $5 game just for trying Monkey Knife Fight. That's monkeyknifefight.com. Daily fantasy sports for the rest of us. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. You got a great voice it's for radio. Time though. to get back on course. Face for radio. I, I, I get a lot of that too. As the pro show continues, once again, Keith Stewart. It's the Pro Show. I'm Keith Stewart. Welcome back to our conversation with Adam Grubb and Mike Ryan. You know you're listening to New Jersey's ESPN 920. Now, before we bring the guys back, May hits tomorrow. It's officially golf season here in the Northeast. We've waited a long time for this, listeners. Now go out there and take advantage this weekend. It's finally time to tee it up. Let's go. Hello, I've waited here for you. You know, Wade, you're, you're pretty funny. You know, we, we have these little conversations from time to time pre-show, and I, we kept, I kept talking about May and how long we've all waited, and then you, you're hitting me with a little Foo Fighters here. Nice version, too, by the way. First thought you're going to say I was funny like a clown. I amuse you, so I'm glad this is the, the real reason. Yes, no, this is, this is exquisite. You know I love my tunes on Friday Hour. Friday hour. I was going to say Friday afternoons for happy hour. The stick and hack guys got me thinking about happy hour. Let's bring him back then. Adam Grubb and Mike Ryan. Welcome back to the pro show, my friends. Little uh, music here on a Friday afternoon, creating a vibe for you guys. You know, the pro show. Digging. It, I'm digging that song. You are digging that, Mike Ryan. I, I like that. Jumping right in there. You know, it's... um. One of the things that I have found over the years and years of doing this is that uh, music is a universal language. And, uh, um, you know, if I could give you one recommendation for stick and hack, it's that any way you can incorporate music into what you're doing, um, you know, it truly resonates with an audience. You know, I can't tell you the number of times I bump into people here around the area or I see, you know, listeners of the show and they say, oh, I love that song. They're the playlist the other day. And, um, you know, it gets people fired up for their weekend. It's a big weekend. I mean, we have Kentucky Derby this weekend. Uh, we are hitting May. You guys are in the north. I'm in the north. We are like we've made it like two golf season. You guys playing golf this weekend or what? I'm absolutely playing golf this weekend. It's actually uh, I think uh, we got beat the pro this weekend. So I got to uh, I got to try and uh, beat our pro. In a typical hack uh, style, Keith, I will be at a volleyball tournament and a soccer match. No golf for me. Thank you. <laughs> you know what, um, you guys, uh, this is like um, 
it's a little before my time TV wise, but it's like the odd couple. You know, I'm, it's, I'm enjoying this. This is great. So I'm going to dig in more here and see how much you guys can play off one another because it's funny. All right. So, Adam, let, let's go with you then. Right. So um, it sounds to me as lively as you are here in this interview that uh, you have an opinion on one thing or another. So I want you to go back and I want you to give advice to Mike and Adam two years ago when they began stick and hack. Is there anything that you learned in the last two years that you guys wish that you could have known back then? And if you would have changed anything, what would you change, Adam? Woo. <laughs> that, that's heavy for a Friday afternoon. Um, I, I don't, I don't think I would Keith, uh, you know, with, 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 when you're building something, uh, for the first time ever, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to learn things. And every, every time that you do something wrong or not quick enough or not fast enough or, you know, too expensive or whatever the case may be when you're building uh, a brand like this, you learn something. And, and it's been an incredible experience. Uh, I, I would, the only thing I might, might change uh, is to try to put into the contract for a little bit more golf because everybody says, Oh, wow, you started a golf brand. I bet you're playing golf all the time. I'm like, no, uh, I'm not because I'm building a golf brand, but uh, you know, we've had an incredible run, incredible two years of learning and, and bringing ourselves into the golf space. And, and understanding not just what golfers are and who they are and who they want to be, but what golf brings them. And it's, it's really been, been great. So the, the easy answer is I don't change anything because everything's brought me to today. Mike, let's shift gears over to you. Quick question. When it comes to all of this, you guys were there from inception. Was there a time as things started to build, maybe even recently, that you guys had like a, a Main Street moment where you, kind, where you kind of felt like, wow, people are really starting to get our message, our mission, and this thing is really taking off. Was, the, was, was, was it during COVID? Was it as there was 50 million more rounds last year? I mean, you guys now have a full head of steam in what you're doing and what you have put out to the masses here globally. But was there a time where you kind of looked at Adam and you were like, you're like, man, this is really really cool. This is taking off. Uh, yeah, I'd probably say in the last six months for sure is where we've really seen a lot of momentum. And I would say maybe the moment was when, um, we were sitting in, we were getting ready to tape a show and, uh, he walked in and, uh, said, so next week we're going to interview Gary player. And I said, uh, excuse me. Uh, he said, yeah, Gary player. So, uh, that, I think for me, that was the moment. That was the moment where I went, whoa, all right. Well, we uh, feel like we've arrived a little bit now. Was his son there with him with a sleeve of golf balls behind him? No. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I, we, Gary's a friend of the pro show. We, we love Gary. And, you know, he went, um, he went on the fan last, you know, right after the Masters. And true to what a solid guy Gary is, you know, he, he talked about the whole thing and, and, you know, tried to clear the air. But, uh, um, you know, I've listened to that show with Gary. He's a tremendous interview. You guys did a fantastic job, uh, you know, listening to Gary and really getting in tune with, you know, his message, which is so invigorating for the golfer. And it kind of reminds me of what you guys are trying to do. And, and if you're wondering who those guys are, folks, that we're talking to this afternoon, we're talking to Adam Grubb and Mike Ryan, and they are the founders of Stick and Hack. Now, this whole community concept is very interesting to me. And I mentioned before, like when I go to golfdigest.com, I don't feel like I'm connecting with anyone. I feel like there's a bunch of evergreen content that's there that's going to fix my slice. And I, I don't feel like there's anyone else there with me. And you guys are creating this, you know, perception that there are other folks there. How is it? Because golf, golf is a very complicated audience. How are you guys 
connecting with all the different generations or with different genders or, you know, there's a there's a huge, a tremendous focus on diversity in golf right now. And and, you know, I'll be specific in a second, but like there's a lot going on in golf. As I mentioned, you know, the 50 million rounds of extra golf we had in 2020 and this big influx of interest in the game, you know, specifically, we need more women to play the game. As a club professional, I used to always say, you know, I've got enough middle-aged men playing. I, I want some I want some different people. I want some variety in my life, right? So how do we get more women to play golf? And, you know, how does Stick and Hack play a role in that? Keith, I'll, I'll, I'll take that one. Um, as a father of three girls myself, there's nothing that is that is closer to, to my, my being than, than that. And letting them and making sure they know that they have the opportunities to do anything that they, that they want, including playing, playing golf, which as you said, primarily has been dominated by, by men, uh, middle-aged men, uh, and older men for forever. And I think the LPGA is doing some fantastic things. Uh, currently, uh, they are, they are bringing to light some great personalities, some great golf, but it's in the, in the clubs themselves and in the, in the uh, public perce- uh, perception of golf that we just have to do things that make it more welcoming. And, and there, we have to get past that perception that this is a men-only sport. And I think little by little that's happening. But for us, we all are welcome, of course. We are, we are looking for, and our platform is, is family-friendly. It is, it's, it's wholesome. It's Midwest-esque in some cases. We want uh, the kids that are on the high school golf teams to be wearing stick-and-hack uh, apparel and, and being out there living the stick-and-hack life, all the way to, to women who are starting the game and trying to, to understand how the, you know, just the little nuances of golf and how do they even get started with, with it and partnering with different uh, organizations to make sure that we are putting the right message out there. Number one, that the content makes sense and that at any point you can come in a door through stick and hack and either learn better, connect, uh, communicate some, some sort of, of action step with our community. And, and I don't want to go past the word community because in any community you have diversity and you have the sense of belonging and connection. Any, any home community, what, whatever the case may be. And that's what we're building and that's what we want to continue to build. And we are, we're asking everybody to take, not just take a look at it, but to tell your friends and to tell the people you play with and, uh, and, and bring everybody in to stick and hack so that they can see golf and life in a very different perspective than has been out there in, in many, many years. This is a unique paradigm shift in thinking in golf because there's some large organizations out there. And Mike, let's go to you for a second. You start to think about the PGA of America, my my fraternity. You start to think about uh, the USGA. You start to think about these large golf associations. How have they not brought community together prior to this? And what do you think that they could learn from you guys, Mike? I mean, it. I mean, I get it. I mean, as we as we started this conversation today. You know, I have a basic understanding of what a golf media platform is, but at the end of the day, it's more of a golf community that has media alongside of it. And and that, to me, is really important because as, as a lifer in the game, and, and obviously you are too, Mike, you know, you're playing golf this weekend and you're not going to skip golf just to go watch volleyball. I get it, you know. So, you know, at the end of the day, how is it that Stick and Hack is going to grow this community and teach maybe the USGAs of the world something. Ooh, man, that's a. Uh, I think it boils down, from my perspective, it boils down to being approachable. And I know that's kind of a, a it's a little bit of a vague term, but it being approachable and and the, I would say growing up in golf, me personally, I always 
could tell when I walked into a pro shop or a clubhouse, there was a, a feeling of you either felt welcome or you did not feel welcome. And there were too many times that you did not feel welcome walking into a pro shop or a, or a clubhouse. And to me, that just comes down to making sh- people feel welcome, regardless of whatever their background is or how good they are at golf or whatever it is, making them feel welcome and like they are a part of something that is fun and exciting and uh, is going to, is going to entertain them. And that's, that's just golf in general. It's, it's, it's meant to be fun. It's not meant to be this stuffy game that I think over time has been, you know, there, there are just things I think that have been in the culture of golf that are a little standoffish at times. And I don't think it's anybody has ever done it intentionally. I just think it's, it's just kind of how it has evolved over time and how long, you know, golf has been around for 600, 700 years or whatever it is. Um, that, you know, it's something that we have to work on and be intentional about and be welcoming to, to everyone and make them regardless of skill or, or whatever that they feel welcome and like, Hey, this is a place I want to be. And I want to hang out with people. So. I think in summary, what you're talking about is being authentic. And if there's one thing for sure. I remember interviewing a couple months ago, Will Ahmed from whoop, and he was super authentic about his brand. And I'm so happy you guys took the time today to come on and talk about stick and hack because people can hear in your voice and what you guys are trying to do that this is really all about golf and community. And you guys have been super authentic this afternoon. Now, with all of those pleasantries put aside, there is one tradition that we do here on the pro show, and that's a little rapid fire Q&A that I know I, I know you guys, I get a sense that you're up for, but um I, I'll ask the question. You guys ready for this? You, you ready for my listeners to get to know you all a little bit more on a personal level? One of us is. One of us is. <laughs> all right. Well, um, Mike is not an open book. If you can open up the Mike Ryan book, let me know because I've been trying right. to do it for years. All right. Well, we're going to start with Mike then. Uh, Mike, your favorite hobby other than golf? Favorite hobby outside of golf? Oh, God. Rapid fire, Mike. Gaming? Like video gaming? I like, I like to play video games. One place on your bucket list you'd love to play? Uh, ooh, um, well, Australia. I'll say Australia. Australia golf. Because I'm in Australia and I'm playing golf. So those are two great things. Mike, on a scale of 1 to 10, rate how angry you are at Andrew Luck. Um, when he first announced that he was retiring, uh, it was like a 15. I've accepted it now and I'm probably at like a 7. Adam, on a scale of 1 to 10, rate your driving ability. Four. Oh, get off the roads there in Indianapolis. All right. Mike, um, there's a movie made about stick and hack. I, I, Keith, I thought, I, Keith, I thought you meant golf driving. I apologize. No, I, I meant car. Driving. Well, you take it where you want to go. It's, I, thought this, I thought this was a golf show. My apologies. This is, I got confused. <laughs> You know, I, I walk you guys down the hallway. You open what doors you want to. All right, here we go. There's a there's a movie that's going to be made about stick and hack. Mike, the question's for you. Who's the actor that plays Adam? Um. Oh my God. Chris Pratt. All right. Yeah. Now, how about the reverse? Adam, who plays Mike? Abe Bogota. <laughs> Adam, one person you would love to interview. 
Uh, <laughs> it sounds silly. Um, I would love to interview Johnny Miller. And, and I, I, I had issues with him <laughs> and his broadcast career. Um, but I would love to interview Johnny Miller. I think he'd be fantastic. I bet you he would be really good. Uh, Mike, would you rather have dinner with Peyton Manning or Larry Bird? Peyton Manning. Adam. Peyton Manning all day. Peyton Manning, okay. Adam, describe Mike's golf fashion sense in one word. Typical. Mike, describe Adam's golf etiquette in one word. Uh, joke. <laughs> well, you know what? This interview has been anything but a joke, guys. I really mean it. I love the authentic style that you're bringing to golf and that your platform is all about community. Folks, look them up at www.stickandhack.com. This is Adam Grubb and Mike Ryan. Guys, I appreciate you coming on the pro show this afternoon. Thanks, Keith. Appreciate it very much. Thanks, Keith. I will talk to you guys soon. Folks, we're approaching 4 p.m. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Coming back to wrap up today's show with the infamous weekly update. I promise not to stop when I say Players, we've always been at the forefront of social change. We all respect the decision, and we support her decision, more importantly. And Mike Golick Jr. We saw a Black Lives Matter shirt at a NASCAR race. You have finally opened the door to make a new group of people feel welcome at a racetrack. The new knows no limits. Janae Ogumike and Mike Golick Jr. are Janae and Golick Jr. Weekday afternoons at 4 on the new 920 ESPN. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. Get ready for the back nine. As the pro show continues, once again, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the pro show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You know me as the director of fun. You're listening to ESPN 920. Ooh, Wade, thanks for this Friday melody. You're welcome. It's empty in the valley of your heart. The sun, it rises slowly as you walk. Away from all the fears and all the faults you've left behind. You know, everybody, you can listen anywhere at 920 ESPNNewJersey.com. You just hit that listen now button. Stream us globally. And you know what? Do me a favor this week. Share the show with a friend or two. Go get the podcast tonight on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon. Ooh, a little sing-along here. You choke on the noose around your neck, and I'll find strength in pain, and I will change my ways. I'll know my name as it's called again. Boom. Great voice, but I'm not talking about you. Yeah, uh, I didn't think so. Lest there be any confusion. Uh, well, this voice works for reads, so let's do one. All right. Learn more about Sim2 Driver and to get a fitting near you, head to tailormade.com because first they changed the shape of the driver and now we're changing the way that they've constructed it. The all new Sim2 Driver was built differently around a forged aluminum ring. It's TaylorMade's longest and most forgiving driver ever. Played by the best tour pros in the game, Tiger, DJ, Rory, Colin Morikawa, Tommy Fleetwood, Matt Wolf, just to name a few. 
It gives every golfer the confidence to swing away every time they step up to the tee. Experience the drives that every golfer wants to hit and no golfer wants to follow. And speaking of following, it's now time for the Pro Show Update. Would Hercules cut his own hair? It was reported earlier in the week that Cam Smith would cut his signature mullet were he to win again on the PGA Tour. Well, as you heard the story in the opening, he and Mark Leishman won at the Zurich Classic. And he's not doing it, Wade. No. He said sorry to his girlfriend, but he believes the blonde hair has become a part of his look. And it can't go away now. So I say good for him. You know, that do is just the perfect cross between 80s hair bands and 90s wrestling. So it is. It is. That should be his walk-up song. It should be his walk-up song. Just keep it growing. Let it grow. Yeah, man. In the world of golf, where cookie cutter is the general appearance rule of thumb, Cam's mullet is a welcome change. You like having a good time. Oh, yes. So does Cam, I think. Certainly after a win. Totally. All right, Tiger is out and about, spotted this weekend on social media with a picture or two. Tiger has shown himself. Here's the breakdown, folks, if you haven't seen it. The lower right leg is immobilized, but the toes are out. They look good. He's on crutches. Arms look jacked. Left leg appears fine. There's no noticeable scars or scratches or anything. If you remember, the car flipped over and everything. So um, the picture that that he put out looked great. And uh, to anyone else who caught the picture of him seen riding in a cart that was not a Tiger Woods camp picture, um, they truly know what the meaning of the eye of the tiger is because uh, the man is back. But, man, he was staring that guy down at Charlie's Golf Tournament that took the picture of him. That was pretty good. (laughs) Eye of the tiger. He's taking me. He can look tough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He can look tough. Don't be fooled by, you know, I don't know. Yes, he, he. I mean, he's Tiger. He's Tiger. Yeah, not, not just tough on the golf course. I mean, all right. Omar leads the team of twenty to Kiowa. Omar Uresti wins the 2021 PGA Professional National Championship. He went into the final round with a seven-shot lead and managed to hang on for a three-shot win over Frank Bensel Jr. Congratulations to our local PGA professionals who competed, like last week's Nick Bova. He was our guest here on the Pro Show. Uh, Danny Lewis and Frank Esposito, local guys, they both made each of the cuts. They were just shy of the top 20, but they were there. Awesome week of coverage, thanks to the Golf Channel. And certainly congratulations to Mallory Crossland. She's the executive producer of the PGA of America. Their production team did some wonderful storytelling. And, you know, I think about Omar's story, you know, sleeping on the lead Tuesday night with the final round Wednesday, it must have been tough for him, you know, with over 400 PGA Tour starts and 3.8 million in career earnings on the tour. It's good to see he was able to close the deal and win on Wednesday. You know, well played, Omar. Good luck in three weeks at Kiowa. And of course, all kidding aside, big congratulations to the 19 other men who qualified. Good luck living out your dream at the PGA Championship. Now, with tears in his eyes, I guess. Reported by Ryan French, Monday Q School blog on Twitter. Ryan's been on the show a couple years ago, actually. we got to get him back. Great storyteller. All right. So a day after he qualified for his first PGA Tour event, he saw an emotional video go viral, and it was Michael Visaki. And this guy's a longtime mini tour player who said he's logged some 170,000 miles in a 2010 Honda Accord over the past several years chasing his golf dreams. And he made it into the $7 million Valspar Championship this week by Monday qualifying by holding a 20-foot birdie putt in a sudden-death playoff to get the last spot in the field. Wow. Unbelievable, unbelievable. right? Not only this, but then, you know, there's no word as to whether or not he called Omar Uresti prior to his first round for advice on how to handle the pressure. 
Nowhere. Of the PGA Tour. No worries. <laughs> no worries. I don't even want to laugh at that because the story is just so inspiring. Oh, it, really. It, it was amazing. awesome. I mean, it had like a million views in a day because the, the guy was, we use the word authentic all the time. The guy was so authentic. Congratulations to him. He's, he's living out his dream. How about this one? Hey, honey, I'm in room 242. Beth Ann Nichols is up to it again uh, for golf week. And she gave a little story, side story this week about the LPGA over in Singapore. Well, MB Park, who fired that bogey free 64 in the first round. We talked about her earlier. She was leading the championship. She's tied after the second round um, with a 69. She's still in first place. Well, she has a new caddy this week and it's her husband. Yeah, right? So LPGA players traveling to Singapore have such strict COVID restrictions that they can't bring anyone but their caddies and themselves. So she took her normal caddy and said, take two weeks off. I'm taking my husband with her with me because he also happens to be my coach. Makes sense, right? Um, Pretty vital person to bring along for those two weeks and to make the substitution. But now in a related story. Ooh. There you go, yeah. Um, if you're related to your caddy and they loop for someone else on tour, you can't even sleep in the same room with your <laughs> wife. Honey, I'm down the hall, right? And this was the case for David Buha, who loops for Zhejiang Lee Six. Yeah, it looks right. And not his wife, Ashley, right? So he's married to one of the players, but he loops for somebody else. So he and Ashley can't stay in the same room. I mean, I tell you, it's amazing what these ladies and all these players and professional athletes are going through in order to give us this level of entertainment. So um, keep it going. They're LPGA and uh, NB Park. Keep playing well. All right. Two quick ones before we go. We're running behind here. Uh, the golf social media world went into a tailspin this week when Paulina Gretzky posted pictures at Vera Wang in New York City. And she wasn't there trying on bridesmaid dresses. She was trying on brides dresses. You know? mm. So after eight years of engagement, DJ looks ready. And I, I think personally, DJ was just looking for the right jacket. And he be. found it, it in November. Be, right. it just happens to be green. So congratulations to them if they're truly going to tie the knot. One more. This was really cool. European tour golfer Marcus Armitage set a new Guinness World Record for the longest golf shot hit and caught in a moving car at Elvington Airfield. Check the video on this. Another great, awesome piece of European tour content, right? The driver's name was Paul O'Neill. The record was 273 yards previously. It's now 303 yards, and they caught it in a BMW M8 convertible. So picture this. They're on an airport runway. The guy tees off. The car goes racing by at about 115 miles an hour. The ball lands at 300 yards in the cockpit of the car. And that's a Guinness record. You got to watch it. Yeah, I have to find that. I have to find that immediately. You know what, Wade? Further proof that the golf world with stick and hack and everything else inside Guinness records knows no bounds. Folks, that's your pro show update for the week ending April 30th, 2021. Many thanks to our sponsors, TaylorMade Golf, New Jersey Golf Foundation. Huge show next week, my friend. We are celebrating Mother's Day in Hall of Fame style. Annika Sorenstam joining us on the show. Can't wait to have her. Talk to her husband this week. She's excited. The pro show with the number one mom in golf, the number one LPGA player of all. Just amazing, amazing guests. Yes, so be on your game there, Wade Weezer, like you were this week. So thank you for that. And thanks most important to all my listeners. Now, before I go, I'm going to leave you all with one brief thought about being relentless. Never forget, you get paid for the nose. Success is about asking, putting yourself out there consistently. 
there's a bountiful reward in making an effort. So take the first step this week and see what happens next. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and this is The Pro Show. Thanks for joining us for today's show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart returns to the team next Friday at 3 on ESPN 920.